Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. Probably starting a little too early tonight, but a promise is a promise. Welcome in. Just give me one second. Let me uh, let me share the show everywhere, and we'll get started. But uh, again, I, probably doing this too early, considering what is going on right now. I've got the game pulled up in front of me. Alabama is possibly going to lose to LSU. What the hell is going on out here? This is insane. Uh, so we got a lot to talk about, though. Give me one second, though. Live right now. Live right now, Hopkins. All right, here we go. Tweet is out. And let's get started. So much to talk about, guys. So much to talk about. I mean, Alabama's losing right now. Or not? No, 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 no. They are not losing right now. It feels like Alabama is losing right now. They just punted back to LSU. By the way, empty seats in the upper decks at Bryant Denny today. Um, it's the fourth quarter, though, and LSU's got the football down six, 20 to 14 right now with the football going into the fourth quarter. This is incredible. This is incredible. Parker, you should. Parker says, I actually kick at Delta State talking about Mississippi State. I might pull up. Do it. Do it. Oh, man, we'll get to all of that. We'll get to all that. So we're going to talk Mississippi State, Arkansas. We're going to talk Ole Miss and Liberty. Weird atmosphere there in Oxford today. Really, I I don't know if the atmosphere was weird. I mean, I've only talked to one person that was there, and they said they couldn't really tell anything. The broadcast was bizarre. Uh, But we'll get to all that. Willis first corral. uh, Will Rogers' day. Deficiating a call that state fans hated that they got a fourth down stop, and it's a holding, and it changes everything. Uh, Michigan State goes down. Wake Forest goes down. You can eliminate the ACC from the college football playoff. It is over for them. Uh, Ohio State and Cincinnati survive, but ever so slightly survive. Uh, be on the lookout for Notre Dame. Be on the lookout for Notre Dame because that might be your wild card when it comes to the playoff. If these teams keep dropping off, Notre Dame might be your wild card. We'll look around the SEC and uh, react with you in real time to this Alabama game. I've got it pulled up right in front of me. Uh, Looks like the fiber internet's holding. It is so much better, but it looks like it's holding so I can actually stream to you guys and stream a game at the same time, working out pretty nicely. So we'll react to uh, to the Bama game as it's unfolding here in the fourth quarter. But most importantly, your comments. I've got a plan. I've got a plan here. but. I don't need to follow it. I'm going to leave it up to you guys. I want to talk to you, so there's a bunch of comments already. Please be a part of it. I'm just going to go through your comments. We're going to talk about whatever you guys are talking about on this Saturday night, anything college football related. Ole Miss, State, 
around the SEC, whatever's on your mind, I want to talk about that with you. I do want to tell you, though, if you're on Twitter, and if you guys watched every day, you know this already, but if you're watching on Twitter, you cannot comment. I cannot see your comments. You can't do it. Hop on over to YouTube. Just find me. Oh, I've got the wrong overlay on. Hold on. Let me switch the brand. There we go. After dark. Um, uh, hop on over to YouTube. Find me on YouTube, Michael Borky. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel because uh, I do this you know, every day during the week in the morning. And then, of course, this late night, Saturday night stream, which, hell, we might, th- might make this a semi-regular thing even when football ends. But we'll, we'll discuss that later. Chris says, hey, shout out to y'all for the tickets today. No problem, man. I hope you had a good time. Um, I saw a lot of people hand-wringing over the crowd size in Oxford. And I get what Lane Kiffin's doing. He's trying to get fans to come out and stuff like that. But, man, you're fighting a losing battle. We don't need to go down this road today so much. But, I mean, I'm seeing empty seats everywhere. At Williams-Brice, I grew up in South Carolina. Williams-Brice used to be a place that would sell out every game, no matter what regardless of opponent or how good South Carolina was, every single home game was full. Tonight, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of empty seats. There are thousands of empty seats in Bryant-Denny tonight. I mean, it's the attendance thing is an issue for everyone, and there's just so many factors going into it. But the people that I've seen talk, talking about the crowd today for an 11 a.m. kickoff against Liberty not being full, it's just open your eyes a little bit to what's going on everywhere else because nobody's filling up their stadium anymore, especially for a morning kickoff against an opponent like Liberty. These last 20 months have really been hard on a lot of people. What is it? 40% of the country either lost money or lost their job. During the pandemic, like and think, I mean, gas prices are through the roof. Everything's more expensive. Like, I, I get it. I get what Kiffin's doing, but it, it's kind of annoying to hear it at this point because it's just not. Look around. Look around. It's a problem everywhere. I don't know if you've noticed, but the last twenty months have sucked and really damaged people's expendable income, their savings, the ability to do stuff like this. And 11 a.m. against Liberty is not going to bring people. Sorry. It's just how it is now. It's not an Ole Miss problem. It's college football. This is, or It's not just college football. The NBA's got attendance issues. NFL's got attendance issues. Music venues. It's, it's a problem everywhere, so stop. But Brown Yeti says, so I guess I'm trying out a uh, kicker this week. Oh, boy. Um, And and we'll get into it later with more depth. But, you know, I I disagreed with the holding call on that fourth down stop. Uh, I thought it was soft. Um, I understand why the flag was thrown, but I thought it was soft. The feet tangling up is really what caused, I think it was Burks, to fall down. Um, Yeah, I thought it was a soft call. But if you lose by three in a game in which you missed three field goals, it's kind of hard to to blame the refs when you did that. You know what I mean? We'll get to that later. Again, I think it was a soft call. Like, I, I'm, I'm with you. I was complaining with you. I think it was a soft call for that to be a deciding factor in the game. I think it would have been perfectly fine for the officials to have a no call there. Their feet got tangled. Um, there was a little hand fighting, but, I mean, have you – 
have you watched every route that's ever run? There's hand fighting. It happens. Um, that should have been a no call, in my opinion. But if you lose by three and you miss three field goals, it's really hard to just be like, oh, the refs, it's the refs' fault when that happened. T says, pour one out for the old Miss social media interns. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to talk about that later as well, but I'll go ahead and, and just drop quick thoughts in here about it right now. Uh, I think that uh, that Keith Carter apologizing for that was the right thing to do. And unless I'm misseeing it, I think Lane actually liked those tweets before he had the statement that he did. Maybe he did, I don't know, but um, they were funny. They were really funny. Honestly, it was hilarious. That that was eight years ago now. Lighten up, people. Um, they were really funny. I loved the, the thumbs up thing. My God. I mean, that, that was hilarious. That was great social media. Um, all of this can be true at once. It can be true that those were funny. Because if you didn't find that funny, you have no sense of humor. I'm sorry. Like, those tweets were hilarious. Two, it can also be true that Keith Carter did the right thing by apologizing and that that probably shouldn't come from your official accounts, but I, I, I am fine with his apology. I think that was the right thing to do. So I think it can be true that those were funny as hell. I, I thought they were hilarious. It can also be true that Keith did the right thing by apologizing. And it can also be true that there are some people that take the internet and Twitter way, way, way too seriously. I mean, these blue check mark heroes on Twitter Oh my God, how dare they? Oh my gosh, how dare what is likely a 21-year-old social media intern make a joke about a football coach who resigned in shame because he had what he had on his phone records. Uh, come on, come on. This is college football. We had an assistant coach at Texas, his girlfriend named Pole Assassin. His monkey bite a kid on Halloween. And you're, oh my gosh, how dare they Photoshop the thumbs up picture with the score on it? Oh, how classless. I mean, come on, guys. It's Twitter. It's a couple of tweets. There's got to be a better way to spend your, your mind on a Saturday than being mad about a couple of tweets. I mean, come on. It can all be true at once. They were funny. Keith was right in making them be taken down. And there are some people that take that crap way too seriously, and they really need to get a life. I think all of that can be true at once. Parker says, bad FC, SEC refs dictating the outcome of a game. Again, Emerson did not hold. See, I, I, I'm with you. I, their feet getting tangled up is what made that look the way it did. I understand what they think they saw, but like in slow-mo replay, uh, I think a no-call would have been appropriate there. I do. Dark Steel says college football is good this weekend. It's great this weekend. We, I mean, we've, oh, Alabama got the football back. Oh, that's a shame. But, oh, LSU gets a stop, though. They're going to get the ball back. Oh, my gosh, this is nuts. Um, yeah, it's been good. I mean, Michigan State goes down. Cameron needs to focus. Uh, Michigan State goes down. Wake Forest goes down. A little chaos happening with the playoff and stuff like that. Did that help? Did that help the camera at all? Uh I never know what to do with this ring light at night because I think it really shows too much of me. <laughs> it's been great this weekend, though. You know, we've got upsets. We um, Watch out for Notre Dame. 
Watch out for Notre Dame with the how these things are falling. Cincinnati got scared today. Ohio State got scared today. Alabama is getting scared right now. Um, but please, let's hand the Heisman Trophy to Bryce Young. By the way, let's uh, let's just do that. Why won't Why don't we? Um, Zach says, I mean, you have literally been saying all year that outside of Georgia, Vandy, and Missouri, anyone can beat anyone in the SEC. Yet people keep losing their minds every time wild crap happens. And it's funny, Zach, that's the first line in my Mississippi State Arkansas note right here to talk about is this is the middle of the SEC. Make mistakes and you lose. That's the truth. I mean, that, that's the middle of the SEC. The teams that are going to play cleaner are going to win these games when it's uh, when it's Ole Miss, Auburn, Texas A&M, Mississippi State, Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, the teams in these games that play cleaner, and by the way, it looks like Tennessee is going to take care of business against Kentucky tonight. But the teams that play cleaner are going to win these games. I mean, this is if you're Mississippi State, Rodgers was great today, especially late. I mean, those last couple of drives in the fourth quarter were just surgical. Like, he's really becoming a quality SEC quarterback. Like, really becoming a quality SEC quarterback. The, the more games he plays, the more comfortable he looks. But... um I disagreed with the holding call, but Mississippi State today missed three field goals, ran the football more, but only averaged 2.7 per carry. Rodgers had a bad interception as they were moving the football. Uh, Arkansas was perfect in the red zone. Mississippi State did uh, not score uh, in one of their four red zone trips, and they had 10 penalties. There's your difference. Evenly matched teams, close game, who played cleaner? Arkansas played cleaner, and and there's your difference in the game. That's what the middle of the SEC is. These are all good football teams with talent that can beat each other on a given day. Auburn, Texas A&M, who played cleaner today? Texas A&M did. Who won the football game? Ole Miss, Tennessee, who played cleaner? Ole Miss did. They won the football game. That's how this is going to go. That's the middle of the SEC. All these teams can beat each other. Uh, all the time. I thought, um, again, Rodgers is progressing really well. Uh, started off a little slow, but he's really progressing well. Throwing the football down the field, he's more confident. Those last couple of drives, I mean, those were just really, really good. He's progressing. The defense played extremely well. It's one of those games where I, I'm not saying, like, you know, be happy or whatever. There's no moral victories in the SEC, but, like, sometimes you just get beat, you know? Sometimes you just lose games, and today, if if State has a decent kicker, they don't lose. That's how close it was. This just happens sometimes. I, I'm with you, Zach. I mean, you lose a game. You don't like losing games. I, I hate we lose games all the time, and it frustrates me. But I understand that like our two All-Stars are hurt, and our best defender's been hurt, and we're playing guys in the rotation that should never be there, ever. But when they lose, I still get upset. So I'm not saying that you guys are wrong for having negative feelings about the game, but just sometimes you, you just lose games on the road in the SEC. And there's still a strong finish ahead of this team and a positive in year two if they can, you know, maybe they beat Auburn, maybe they don't, but still you you close out with a chance for seven wins. You, you're going to beat Tennessee Tech or Tennessee State, whoever it is. And then you're going to be a home favorite in the Egg Bowl, I think. 
so there's a chance you finish seven and five in year two, and everybody going into the season would have taken that and taken that running. They're very close. They make too many mistakes, though, and and that's your difference. Um, <laughs> Chris said, "What are the requirements for officials? Do you have to pass a vision test? Apparently not." Bulldog Bite says, "I see the Pelicans jersey. Yeah, I think I'm like the only Pelicans fan out there that's still willing to rep the team at this point." Oh man. Like, I, I understand, you know, new coach, all-stars aren't playing right now because they're hurt, and we got two of them, and they're not playing, and, and all that. <sighs> Kills me. Oh, it's tough. Jimmy Harrison says, SEC Network broadcast is always JV, and game day coming to the Grove. Is that official? Did that uh, did that actually happen? I, um, Yep. Yep, it is official. Awesome. So yeah, I uh, I put that out there on Twitter earlier, just thinking out loud that um, that that was possible, and and that's a big deal. I know people crap on College Game Day now, guys. The ratings numbers that it still do, I mean, it's a couple million people that will watch College Game Day next Saturday morning. It's still a free billboard for your school in the Grove in front of a couple million people plus. Like that's a big deal. I. I remember a few weeks ago, some people around here were, were kind of talking negative about game day and stuff. It's a good product still. It's the most watched preview show. Millions of people watch it. It's a free billboard for your school. It's a big deal if college game day uh, is featuring your team, especially, more especially, if it's uh, if it's on your campus. So, yeah, that's a big deal. It's a really big deal that game day is coming uh, I almost did it. I almost said it's oh, it's a big deal that game day's coming to your city. I almost did it. Ooh, that would have been a bad dad pun. Mike says the same thing. Yeah, game day in Oxford. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. And uh, that'll be a lot of fun, I'm sure. Chris said, so I never heard anyone talk good of Hugh today, but no one was vitriolic either. It's about how it should be. I mean, that makes the most sense. That That, that, is, that is how it should be. They kept one on the broadcast. They said so. They they interview the leading coach going into the locker room. That's what they do. But they also have the sideline reporter talk to the other coach on their way out of the locker room. They don't air it, but that person talks to them. Um, the sideline reporter said that while she was talking to Hugh coming out of the tunnel, that there were Ole Miss fans that were yelling, "I love you, coach. I miss you, coach." At him. I had some people tell me on Twitter that, that that didn't happen. That's not true. I don't know why the Southern reporter would make that up, but that is what she said on the broadcast. And they kept showing cuts of him like pregame, like hugging random dudes. I think like Tom Luke was one of them. I was listening to the radio broadcast uh, before the game started, and uh, they talked about visiting with the family and how great it was and great memories and all that. It just that kind of propping up was a bizarre feeling to me. Just anyway, I, I don't honestly, I don't feel like talking about that anymore. If that's okay with you guys, other than the game itself, now that it's over, it, it's over. Uh, he made his return. His team got beat and nothing really happened. And, and that's it. And hopefully I don't have Ole Miss fans in my mentions anymore telling me they wish he would be their coach today. I, I, I hope that that maybe is over. I would hope so. 
Texas holding call or not, State's defense got absolutely torched on that drive. Yeah, that um, that one drive shouldn't mitigate, though, how well they played. I mean, if if I told you going into it that K.J. Jefferson was going to complete 19 passes for 190 yards and you're going to sack him three times, and then Arkansas is going to have another 220 on the ground, uh, just 200 on the ground on 4.5 per carry, you would have told me they were going to win the game by 14-plus. Dominating. And they didn't. But Arnett's defense did enough today. That last drive, notwithstanding, that unit's really good. And that's why they have the wins that they do, and that's why they've been in every game, because of that side, for sure. T says, oh, God, no, not Notre Dame. Telling you. Watch out. Notre Dame now will finish the season. They will likely finish the season 11-1. and one. That one loss being to Cincinnati. But, I mean, if, for example, I mean, Michigan's going to lose to Ohio State probably. Uh, you've got, uh, oh, who lost today? Michigan State lost today. They'll, they'll fall underneath them. Uh, Wake Forest lost today. So Notre Dame's moving up at least to number eight. Uh, I mean, there's a chance that Cincinnati loses. Again, Michigan's or Ohio State are going to eliminate each other. And suddenly you start looking at a path moving on up to uh, to Notre Dame. I mean, if Alabama goes to the SEC championship the way they're playing right now, they're not beating Georgia. So Alabama's going to have two losses. And now suddenly here's a path for Notre Dame to make the playoff. Yikes. Hey, that says I want a cool custom graphic. I can make you one. I'm not very talented. But but I can make you one. I use Canva. Photoshop is uh, is not my passion. I just use Canva. Really, saw that South Carolina was leading Florida thirty to ten at the half. Um, that is South Carolina who's playing their third string quarterback. By the way, their third string quarterback. And for some reason, Dan Mullen has just decided that he wants to force Anthony Richardson out. I guess I I don't quite understand what he sees. In Emory Jones, I, I don't understand what Mullen's doing at this point because he clearly has a better option at quarterback than the one he plays, and yet he chooses to play the one that is the lesser option. It's mind blowing. Now it's thirty three to ten. It's thirty three to ten right now. I, I mean, guys, Dan Mullen's going to get fired. He's going to get fired. He won't survive this. He won't survive the year. I mean, going seven and five, I mean, it, you know, maybe Scott Strickland, knowing that, you know, that was his hire and he brought him from Mississippi State, maybe that buys him another year if he wins out. But, I mean, this is wholly unacceptable at Florida. This is what they fired Muschamp for. So, oh, just tough days ahead for Mullen. If he can, uh, if he can't pull this off, I should say. Rip Dan Mullen. Yeah, a bunch of you is Mullen gone. Rip Dan Mullen, T says. That one is even better. I want one. I'll get you. I'll make you one. Hey, Dad. I'll make you one. Wouldn't After Dark be morning? No, After Dark is like late night, right? I don't know. I mean, hey, this is a thing that I'm not getting paid for, so I'm not going to really work that hard on the graphics. <laughs> <laughs> Once I get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube and like I can monetize, maybe, maybe that'll change some things in terms of my effort on the graphics. But this is about the best you're going to get right here. 
Texas losing to Arkansas sucks. It does, but we kind of all agreed weeks ago that among Kentucky, Arkansas, and Auburn, you only needed one. You got it, and you were never out of the game until the very end. Yep, game day is going to be in Oxford. I'm way behind, guys. Sorry, I'm way behind on these. Yeah, game day in Oxford, that is a uh, that is a big deal. Zach continues, and Auburn is definitely beatable. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, they are absolutely beatable. Um, especially if you get the Bo Nicks that played today, then yeah, absolutely they're beatable. Brown 80 says, Purdue being giant slayers. They've done it again and time and time again in the past six years. Yeah, man, there's something about Purdue in winning these difficult home games against top five teams. I mean, they've slayed Ohio State. They've done it to Iowa. Here they are, number three, Michigan State, going to Purdue and losing. I mean, it's West Lafayette, Indiana is where dreams go to die, apparently. Purdue ruined so many parlays today. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about that. So LSU has the football. They're in Alabama territory. Now, if you guys aren't watching this, um, thank you for watching me instead of this. But yeah, LSU's driving right now. Down six with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. This would be... An incre- just an unbelievable upset. Shocking, honestly, with how bad this LSU team is to upset Alabama like this. They have first and goal now. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm watching this live, but Alabama makes a nice play there. Wow. This is nuts. Well, Chris, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. That's awesome, man. That is uh, that is awesome. I don't know if we'll have many to uh, to give out for the A&M game. I have a feeling now with the game day announcement and whatnot that thing's going to be packed out, but we will uh, we will see. Texas ranked teams are struggling and or getting blown out all over the place tonight. When you said this year is a lot of parody, I thought you meant everyone can be good, not that everyone is bad, <laughs> except for Georgia. I have uh, an unfortunate feeling that we are going to get the most predictable college football playoff ever. With with one wild card, maybe Oregon survives. How are they doing right now? How's Oregon doing right now? I've got it on SEC only. Um, South Carolina's about to go in and score again. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is it. This is it for Dan. Fire up the coaching search machine. Wow. Let's see. So, okay, Oregon's up one. Um, here's what's going to happen, though. Georgia's going to make it. Ohio State's going to make it, and Oklahoma's going to make it. So all the parity we've gotten, all the exciting stuff in the playoff is still going to be the same teams. Tucker says, if given a do-over, would you draft John Morant over Zion Williamson? Right now, yeah. <laughs> right now, yeah. And, and uh, Pelicans fans think that's blasphemy, but at least one can stay on the court right now. One of them can. The other one's about to miss as many games as he's played in. It's unacceptable. And he needs to figure out if he wants to be a pro or not. Fireman says, wonder if Florida leaves Mullen at USC. That seat in Florida is getting warm. Uh, it's on fire right now. I mean, if this result holds, it's on fire. I mean, they're they're about to go in and score again. And this is a completely untalented South Carolina team. Again, this is our third-string quarterback. This guy was playing FCS football. Was okay at it, but this guy was playing FCS football not too terribly long ago. And South Carolina's got it down to Florida 16 already. 
This is it's crazy. I mean, we we are seeing the end of Dan Mullen happen in real time. I don't know how you survive this. Not at a place like that. How do you survive this? Again, maybe Scott Strickland gives him a chance to fire Grantham and and right the ship, but how do you survive this? I don't think you do. Yeah, Brown Yeti says warm is understatement. Mike says Dan's going to have to take an Uber back to Gainesville. There will be a heat wave across the south unless Florida finds a way to win tonight. Well, it doesn't look like that's the case right now. Oh, South Carolina's going to have to settle for a field goal, so they'll be up. Uh, they'll be up twenty six. They'll be up twenty six. South Carolina was a twenty point underdog going into this game. As Haydad mentioned earlier tonight, 27 of State's 32 touchdowns have been scored by freshmen or sophomores. Oh, yeah. I mean, they basically, aside from Charles Cross in the center, return the rest of the offense. I mean, everybody's back. And they're clicking right now. They are. Um, Just not perfect yet. You know, still making some mistakes, bad on special teams. But it's really good right now. I mean, Rodgers is improving every single game. Every game he's improving. The two-minute stuff he did today was exceptional. On the road, too, pretty hostile, pretty tough place to play. It was exceptional today. Bernie says, oh, give it up for Illinois. Brett has that team moving in the right direction, and it shows. The Big Ten is where he needs to be. It's where he needs to be, and it's working. Jason says, it broke my heart that State... Uh, or Arkansas had to lose that game. I screamed till I was blue in the face during summer that Arkansas with Jefferson would win seven or eight games, but not State. They kept him in check today. Parker, the kicker, says Ruiz is normally really good. I guess the injury for the for earlier this season still hasn't messed up, and maybe it's even in his head at this point. I mean, you know better than me. I, I was never a kicker, but um, when, when it's a, a thing like that, when it's kicking – Something that requires, like, you know, a skill, golf, or whatever, hitting the baseball, those kind of things. It can definitely be in your head, um, like the yips almost. Maybe he's got some of those. Jimmy says, Who's got the secret magic? Whoa, whoa, just went way down. Okay. Jimmy says, Who's got the secret magic to get Corral and company healthy for game day in Oxford? So it sounds like they'll at least in part get possibly all three wide receivers back for this game. Uh, I talked to somebody at the game, apparently Mingo's walking around without a boot or anything anymore. There's a thought that maybe he'll be able to practice and play this week. Uh, I think Drummond largely kind of just got the week off. Uh, I expect him to play next weekend. And Sanders, you know, caught a couple pass or caught one pass today, I think. A couple passes. I have the box score in front of me. Why don't I just look for you? Uh, yeah, he caught a couple of passes, had a bad drop too, but so he played. That's, um, yeah. Parker says, two misses or not, he still should have been the one to attempt that last kick. I agree there. I thought that was odd. I was actually talking to my dad at the time, and I said, yeah, you know, Mississippi State's got a, a last-second field goal to tie it, and I was like, they're bringing out the backup kicker. And, of course, he yanked it right away. Uh, I agree with you there. I do. Bulldog Bites says, I'm a Pels fan too, man. I'm right there with you. It's it's hard out here being us right now. 
it's hard out here being us. Um, Jason says, sign I want to see. Just like Hugh last week, Jimbo won't get a happy ending in Oxford. Oh, Jason. <laughs> Big run by LSU. Let's. Uh, I'm trying to talk to you guys and watch this game, and it's not working. Oh, what happened? How did Alabama get the ball back? Turnover on downs. Oh, man. That's a shame. That's a shame. You hate to see it. Maybe they'll get the ball back, though. Still have a chance. Still time left. Chris, as you may be in your DMs, though, that already happened this week. Um, T says, it seems old Mrs. Kicker woes have traveled south. Hey, Ren, or, uh, yeah, Renfro? He. No, Cade Costa. I'm thinking Renfro. Uh, Costa missed one today, though. But yeah, he looks really good. He looks really good. Yeah, Wes, I did mention it earlier, but just basically on the Twitter thing, I thought it was funny. It made me laugh. Uh, it was eight years ago. It's fine to laugh about stuff like that. Uh, I also found Keith Carter's apology and getting taking them down, deleting them was appropriate. And I also think that people take the internet and Twitter way too seriously. I think, I think all those three things are true at once. They were funny. They made me laugh. I think the apology and stuff was the right thing to do, and I think people take the internet way too seriously. It was just tweets. That's all it was. I mean, imagine explaining being mad about that to somebody else that, like, isn't an online person. Like, take Dan Wolken, for example. Like, he, he's got a date tonight. You know, he, he, wrote, he wrote a story for the day, whatever. He's going out to meet a lady uh, over drinks. And... You know, how was your day? Oh, it sucked. You know, the official Twitter account of a college football team tweeted a meme about a former football coach of theirs. I thought it was classless and terrible, and I'm mad about it. Say that out loud and explain that to somebody else. I am mad because the Twitter account of a football team made a meme about one of their old coaches. I mean, come on. There's a line you got to cross on your outrage, you know? Or you don't have to cross with your outrage, I should say. Texas, six ranked teams have lost so far today. Four are four more are in trouble right now than there's still one team that hasn't started their game yet. It's a pretty impressive day. Really good day. It's 40 to 10 now. Oh, my gosh. Florida's getting run out of the stadium. Get your hot list ready and prepare to see Lane Kiffin's name on it. But get your hot list ready because that's coming. Wow. Wow. Jason says Oregon's going to lose. Let me, let me pull that up. The weather looks terrible there in Seattle. It's raining and miserable. Uh, Oregon's up 10 to 9 in the third. Maybe struggling with the weather. They've got the ball, though, uh, second and goal, so they're going to score again. Yeah, we're, I don't know if Oregon's going to lose this one, but I'm with you. Uh, they're going to lose somewhere. We're going to lose somewhere. Cincinnati's going to lose somewhere, too, because like you said, they're farting around with bad teams. Or if Oregon's doing that, Cincinnati's doing that also. 
Oh, is Richardson hurt? I didn't know that. Well, that explains that. T says, Dan Mullen just really wants the TCU job, I guess. Oh, man. This is a bloodbath, guys. This is an absolute bloodbath. I cannot believe this is happening. I really can't. Craig says, the after dark part is being used correctly. Yeah, I knew that. I mean, at this point, you can't even assume Florida gets to 7-5, and five, Bulldog, Bites fan, uh, Bulldog Bites says. No, you can't because, I mean, if South Carolina can beat you, Florida uh, Florida State sure as hell can beat you. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Luke says, Leach says they are, they are having open tryouts for kickers. You know any soccer players from high school with any eligibility left? No. No, I don't. But this is this is when you don't have a guy's soccer team. This is why you need one right here. Get the striker from Mississippi Bria. Isn't that the little minor league team we've got up the road here? Isn't that what they're called? Yeah, see if any of them have an extra year of eligibility and drive them up 25 to Starkville. Florida just got stopped on fourth down. Oh, this is just so funny. T says, this just in, Sarah Fuller will transfer to Mississippi State. LSU blew it. You got. I'm finally catching up to that. That's a shame. They fumbled. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Chris says, yeah, Mingo and Drummond were cutting up on the sidelines. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to play. Uh, I think they're both going to play. And Sanders obviously played today, so you should expect him next week. It's um, the offensive line. Is what I'd be interested in. Because you were playing guys on the offensive line that you never would have expected to take any meaningful snaps today. Was it precaution or is that what you're going to have to do next week? Because if that's what you're going to have to do next week, you might be in trouble. Embrace the suck, Chris. They're going to pay us back eventually. They're going to. Wilkin also called Leach a what on Twitter? I got to see this. I mean, that, that guy's hated Mike Leach forever, though. I mean, that's not anything new. Let's see. I got to find it. No. Well, he's tweeting about politics. It's always fun. You guys never uh, have to worry about me doing that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, see, that that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Way to support your player. What a, and I'm, I'm not going to say the word, but look, I know you really shouldn't throw your players under the bus. I get it. You shouldn't. But when you're in college football, when you're playing in the SEC and you miss three field goals in a game in which you lose by three, A coach saying, we need kickers. Our kickers can't make kicks. We're going to have open trials on campus. It's what they deserve. Life's tough, you know? Chris says, dude, what's sports writers' deals? They're also self-righteous. They're the most, they are the most sensitive and miserable people I've ever encountered. Seriously. Sports writers, of all things. And you get some that are like lighthearted and goofy and funny, like Andy Staples. Like he has a really firm grasp of what his job is, talking about dudes playing football for a living. Like he he gets it to me. 
But you've got some that think things like a Twitter account is like life and death. Um, stuff like that. It, it just so self-righteous and sensitive and just not rooted in reality whatsoever. And they are so condescending towards the people that pay their bills effectively. It's crazy. Zach says South Carolina has 57 points total in their other five SEC games this season. What a stat. And um, here's what's going to happen. Here's my prediction. Mullen's not going to get fired. He will clean house on his staff. And because most people know that uh, it's his last year, he's not going to be able to replace Grantham with like a quality DC. And next year will be his last year. So, He will be given one more season. Remember, last year he was a shoe throw away from the SEC championship. Beat Georgia two years ago, won 11 games. Like, it's not like he's been bad there. He'll get one more year under the condition that he cleans house on his defensive staff. And after next year, he'll get fired. That's what it'll be. Jimmy says, any word on Sam's hip? They said on the broadcast it was a pain tolerance issue. It doesn't seem like they're really all that uh, all that concerned with it. I expect him to play next week. It didn't sound like there was any real concern. But this week, as the week goes, I'll, I'll, be, I'll ask around and I'll be able to know more. Jason says, wonder if Mullen finally throws Grantham from the moving bus trying to save himself. Yeah, he will. Yeah, that, that'll be the that'll be what happens. Grantham won't be around anymore. That might save him a year. Oh no. T's got the old Miss Tweeter in class on Wednesday. Tell them they're hilarious. Hey, sometimes, sometimes in the business of making content, you can go too far. Sometimes you can go too far. But if you never go too far, you're not trying hard enough. For whatever it's worth to them, I mean, I know I'm I'm a nobody, right? Like nobody cares about me at all. Tell them that though, that this guy, this random dude that is a nobody, says if you don't cross the line occasionally, you're not trying hard enough. Chase says, as someone in the Maroon Band that wasn't my favorite game to watch. Yeah, that was that was a tough one. That was really tough today. Ohio State's on upset watch next week versus Purdue. If it's in Columbus, they're not. Only if it's at uh, if it's at Purdue. Chris says, reckon how highly pro football focus will review Harris after uh, Willis after today's game. I think you're saying Willis, right? When are you adding the tip button to your Twitter page? It happens automatically. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I know that I can get it on YouTube once I get to 1,000 subs. But as you see, I'm a long, long way away from that. So, fumble in Tuscaloosa. What happened? Florida just scored. So, it's in the fourth quarter, 40-17. to Um, I got to pull this up now. So, so LSU's going to get the ball back, right? They're going to go down and score and win and just make this day incredible. They're going to go down and score and win, aren't they? I feel so bad for the people that are listening in uh, in podcast form because like, they already know the results of this game. 
And yet here I am talking uh, about this. Luke says, uh, Saban is called, although he said Satan. Autocorrect. Uh, has called for open trials for kickers over his time at Alabama. That position has always been the weakest, and when they have missed kicks in games, he's looked elsewhere on campus. How dare he? What a terrible person that football coach is. Uh, Scott, you're late. That's okay, because uh, I have not actually like given my written-down thoughts yet. Uh, you know, 45 minutes into it. But, yeah, we'll get to that. I'll start with State and Arkansas, then I'll go to uh, Ole Miss and uh, and Liberty. So LSU has the ball, three minutes to go. They're in Alabama's territory. Guys, they're going to win this game, aren't they? They're going to go win. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have this game up in front of me, and I'm going to go through my thoughts on State and Arkansas and Ole Miss and Liberty, and if anything happens, I will go from there. So Mississippi State and Arkansas, this it's a it's a terrible, not a terrible loss in like, oh, I it's bad that they lost the game. It's the way they lost the game is terrible. Just re- really tough one to swallow with how many chances you had to to win this game. The the thing that I pointed to earlier, and, and it bears repeating, is that um, the difference in this game was one team played cleaner than the other, and that team was Arkansas. Mississippi State had, as you guys know, three missed field goals in the game, a game in which they lose by three. They averaged 2.7 yards per carry. They're emphasizing running the football more, which is good, but if you're going to emphasize running the football, you've got to be successful at it, and they were not today. Will Rogers threw a really bad interception decision that he just can't make. You know, Throwing the ball across his body, back, just bad decision uh, on a promising or what felt like a promising drive. Uh, Arkansas was perfect in the red zone. Mississippi State was not, and they had 10 penalties in the game. I mean, there's your difference. Uh, I disagreed. With the, uh, the the holding call on the fourth down stop, I did not think that was a holding. I think that would have been an appropriate no call because their feet got tangled up. Uh, if their feet don't get tangled up, I don't think that's a hold. But because that happened, and I think it was Burks fell to the ground, that, that drew a flag. And I disagree with the flag there. I think the no call would have been appropriate. So that's why State lost. It, they just Arkansas played cleaner, evenly matched game, evenly matched teams. Arkansas was cleaner uh, than Mississippi State. And you guys are probably ahead of me, but here's the, the play of the game. The, uh, the play of the game right here. You guys have probably already seen it. Can LSU... Wait, did... So you guys have seen it, huh? Okay. So LSU loses. Ed looks mad. When does he ever not look mad, though? But Ed looks mad. Anyway, uh, there are a couple positives, though. Mississippi State's defense today was excellent. Uh, I know that final drive, they did give up a touchdown. But uh, aside from that, I mean, holding K.J. Jefferson to just 19 completions and 190 yards while sacking him three times, and Arkansas only had 202 yards on the ground, so they outgained Arkansas and held them to under 400 yards of offense. It's a great day overall for Mississippi State's defense. Absolutely did enough uh, to, to win the game. Will Rogers is progressing quite nicely. It looks like he's getting more comfortable, especially getting more comfortable. When they're seeing that drop seven or drop eight, with the way the air raid, and, and most offenses work anyway, with crossers and stuff like that, there's a lot of crossers in the air raid, a whole lot of them. And State will often have guys 
crossing the space between linebacker and safety. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not up to date on my football terminology. I don't know what that space is called, but the space between linebackers and safeties, there are often crossers going in that area of the field. And Will Rogers last year and early this year, it looked like he was unwilling to try to throw those passes. There were guys open and like he just would hold on to the football too long, wait for them to get wide open or not throw it at all and just check it down. The one thing I noticed today was the willingness for him to throw the football in that gap between linebacker and safety because guys are running open in that space. And when you drop eight into zone, they're still with that many players in the secondary are going to be spaces in the zone. But you have to be confident as a quarterback to drop the football in these spaces in the zone. And he was doing that today, doing it really effectively down the field. Before, he would look and and wouldn't be confident to try to deliver that pass and just check it down, and the offense couldn't move. Today, he was really good at doing that. That's the one thing that I noticed today about Rodgers. The, the two-minute, he was excellent. Looked like he was in complete and total command in the two-minute, but that, the confidence in himself to throw into that area between linebacker and safety, and do it successfully multiple times today was a big step forward for Will Rogers. He's blossoming. He's really blossoming. Still didn't have the strongest arm in the world, but if you are as accurate as he has been the last couple of games, you don't need superior arm strength to do that the way he's done it today. Just know where your guys are going to be, command your offense, and be confident in yourself to make those difficult throws in between defenders in that zone defense, and you have success like he did today. So he's progressing really, really nicely. Uh, State just did not play well, didn't play clean enough today to win. That was the difference in the game. One team played cleaner than the other. But there are good things to take away from it. Also bad because it's a roller coaster with this team. They'll play really clean football and beat NC State. They won't play clean football and they'll lose to LSU. They'll play clean football and beat Texas A&M. They don't play clean football and lose to Memphis. Play clean football and beat Kentucky. Don't play clean football and beat Arkansas. It's just, it's a roller coaster. And that's kind of what they are right now. You were hoping that after Vanderbilt and Kentucky, that that was going to be who they are moving forward. And it's and instead, it's just what they potentially can be as opposed to what they're going to be uh, on a consistent basis. So um, impressed with Rodgers. You know, he's doing some good things, really good things and progressing nicely. It's a difficult loss, but, you know, Auburn's beatable next week, no doubt. Auburn is beatable next week. Jason says, if Mullen gets rid of Grantham and Richardson can get healthy, he might save himself. Dude won the East last year and has won double digits every year before COVID. Yeah, I mean, he's a good football coach. I, I have a feeling that I'm right. And now that I said that, I'm going to be totally wrong. But I have a feeling that it's going to go, you have to fire Grantham, you have to make staff changes, and you have to win and win big next year. I don't think this is going to be a year that uh, that will do that. But I could be wrong. I don't think that's going to be that kind of a year, though. Or this is going to be that kind of a year. There's a lot of engagement tonight. Hell yeah, there is. It's a good thing, right? I'm glad there is. Don't forget to subscribe while you're here. Find me, Michael Borky, YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Might do this more often. Um, 
Texas, I don't know, though, if Bama loses to LSU, then Georgia runs the table and gets the natty. Saban might sneak out in the middle of the night and retire. He won't, but I definitely would. I would, too, but he's going to coach until he's 80. (sighs) Just bringing us down. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sorry, T. They're just... um... Well, let's see. So Alabama's got third and 11. LSU could get the ball back, maybe. But, I mean, this this score thing that I'm looking at on ESPN is way behind. Way behind. Um, <laughs> Brian says, yeah, y'all got your hopes up. Still a bad LSU team. It is, but they played hard tonight. They played hard tonight. Yeah, Chris, ESPN's apps are all. I use CBS for most everything, but um, for some reason I still have that, you know, the – Muscle memory of ESPN.com slash, you know, that, that's just what I've done. Scott says, also on the state game with the officiating, not conceding the hold of or with false start. Did you see them rip state center's helmet off during the game or earlier in the game with no call? Uh, I did not. There was also, I think Burks, uh, throwing a punch is probably a little much, but he did like open hand, like hit the face mask of a state player and didn't get punished for that. So yeah, I mean, there was, there was a lot, a lot to complain about Arkansas's game winning touchdown. What was the game winning touchdown guard and tackle fall started. Wasn't called. Uh, That's a problem. You know, I mean that, that could change things, right? Back him up five yards in a goal-to-go situation? I mean, who knows? But clearly a false start, and that that wasn't called there. It's definitely an issue, without a doubt an issue, and and it contributed for sure. Just make your damn kicks. Just make your kicks, you know? Uh, Vanguard, I haven't downloaded Vanguard yet. I'm going to. I haven't yet, though. Uh, That'll be something I do tomorrow morning. Then I'll go watch the Saints and, and come back and probably do that. T says, am I the only one who is not too worried about the effort for Liberty? Did anyone think they would be playing 100% against a Liberty team at 11 a.m.? Well, they came out of the gate well, and they were winning 24 to nothing at the half. Uh, I mean, hell, Kiffin walked into the halftime locker room talking about how he was looking forward to getting some other guys in the game. Um that mentality apparently spilled over into the team and they came out flat early in the second half and then they got awoken a little bit and then slammed the door. But no, I'm not worried about it uh, at all. I I mean, they were playing Jalen Cunningham a lot of snaps today. Uh, It's a guy that was an offensive lineman, or excuse me, a defensive lineman when camp began. And they just moved him over. And and when Kiffin was asked about the move when it happened a couple months ago, he said, you know, that was, weren't going to play him this year. That, that was for the future, but not for this season. Don't expect him to play, and yet here he is. Um, between having the three receivers out, shuffling on the offensive line, sleepy opponent, sleepy game at 11 a.m., and getting up 24 to nothing, you know, it wasn't a sharp game. It, honestly, it, it was sloppy. Almost played sloppy today. Uh, if they do it next week, then then be more concerned. But as you said... It's Liberty. It's 11 a.m. 
They were clearly telling Matt Crow to protect himself. There were multiple times where he could have extended plays and slid super early, as he should, by the way. That's not criticism. As he should. Uh, slid super early because it's Liberty and you're playing A&M next week. Super early. Just slide. Don't take hits. Stuff like that. Uh, but when you build that lead and you go into the locker room, I can see them coming out flat and, and sloppy. Yeah, I get that. They have to be sharper next week. But I think having guys back and practicing will help that uh, a lot. Jason says, State's O-line was crap early, too. Will made some throws that I have no idea how he had room to move. Yeah. Um, wasn't Charles Cross's best day today. He was good, but it wasn't... Uh, wasn't his best day. Yeah, just listen to T. Everybody liked the video also. <laughs> like uh, like the video. Man, so Florida got stopped on fourth down. I can't believe I'm not watching this. So LSU's got a Hail Mary coming. You guys got to tell me what happens. One play to the end zone. I feel so bad for the people... Uh, Listening in podcast form, <laughs> that feels so bad for them because, like they they all they all know what happened. They all know what happened. You guys got to tell me though. No, oh, Alabama survives. Alabama survives. Who they got lucky? They got lucky. Um, forgive my language. Georgia is going to kick the shit out of this Alabama team. I mean, kick the shit out of them. That's going to happen. Luke says, A&M got a commitment from the number one recruit in the country today. How do they keep getting players? Um, oil money? I mean, it's not because they were blown away by the on-campus environment. I'll tell you that. The core of the cadets is not getting them. They don't love the. I mean, that's not bringing them. It's oil money. Of course it is. No 18-year-old kid goes to College Station as a football player and thinks, this is the culture I want to be in. No, it's it's to play ball. I mean, they keep that away. They keep it separate. They try to in recruiting. Um and I've talked to some Texas, former Texas A&M students, people that went to school there and graduated there. Most of the student body thinks that's all super weird, too. Most of them do. But that's what it is. Let's be honest. Here comes Kentucky's last chance to win, have to drive at 80 yards. Ooh, it's a big drive, too. Might as well pull that one up while we're here. Now, while I'm doing that, uh, we'll get into the Ole Miss Liberty game an hour into it, finally getting into the game itself. Um, Matt Corral versus Malik Willis. That was the story of the day. Um, I, I made a joke at Malik Willis's Malik Willis's expense. I can't talk tonight, uh, but mostly making fun of Pro Football Focus because they will find a way to even make his interceptions like some kind of good saber metric stat or whatever. Um, Today, he didn't look good. In part, I will defend him here. His team was severely overmatched. 
He was sacked nine times for a reason, and it should have been more if not for him being so elusive. Uh, He does not have the talent around him that would have been really able to truly compete today. Save two drives, and yes, Liberty looked good on those two drives. Old Miss's defense wasn't complete in total control of that game. Again, nine sacks in that game. His receivers had a hard time getting separation. He wasn't protected well. Uh, so so that hurts a quarterback. You know, guys can't do it completely on their own when they're that overmatched. And like I said, going into the week, that was how it was going to be. And everybody on on SEC Nation and Bruce Feldman at The Athletic that did the cute thing and picked Liberty to win the game, I, I sure hope those people didn't actually think that Liberty was actually going to win the game. And they were just trying to be cute for the sake of being cute because the physical mismatch was was stark in that game. And so I will defend Malik Willis there. It's really hard to play quarterback when you're constantly, constantly, constantly under duress the way he was. However, um, even when he had time, he was inconsistent throwing the football, made a couple of really, really, really bad decisions trying to force things that weren't there. With 21 or 22 NFL scouts in the stadium, watching him – and then watching Matt Corral, I think it's pretty clear which one you would rather have if you were drafting. Again, one guy has more talent than the other, but I mean, Corral is working with a very short deck himself. I mean, he was hobbled in the game, which I wonder why they don't have like, you know, braces or anything on his ankles. Why don't they wrap him up tight? I don't know. Uh, but I mean, playing with backup wide receivers third and fourth string offensive linemen at times uh, on bum ankles and still looked like that. Corral definitely won the won the day, no pun intended, over Malik Willis. He looked better, um, more comfortable, more consistent, didn't make bad decisions like Willis did. It was definitely a good day for Matt Corral in terms of impressing NFL scouts next to the guy that some people think is uh, is going to go number one overall. Ole Miss's thing is they need to get healthy. They, they need to get healthy. It, it's really hard to to conduct offense right now with, again, fourth-string offensive linemen, backups at wide receiver, uh, third-stringers at wide receiver having to play some. Uh, they need to get healthy. And uh, I think they're going to be able to do that this week. Like I said before, uh, it sounds like all three of the main wide receivers are going to at least try to give it a go this week. We'll see about Mingo. I mean, you don't know what kind of shape he's in after not really being able to keep himself. Um, I mean, you know, he hadn't been able to work out, really. He's been in a boot. But if the three of them can go and they're more healthy on the offensive line, uh, then they have a real chance. But if not, I don't know what that AM game is going to look like. They they have to get healthier, but they they have to stop playing so damn sloppy. Ole Miss kills themselves with penalties and blown assignments often on offense. They're really talented, and the scheme is good, but, man, they are sloppy. Really, really sloppy on offense. Penalties, blown assignments all over the place. Drops today, a couple of drops, bad ones. Uh, sloppy football today for Ole Miss. Really sloppy, especially in the second half. And I understand sleepy environment, and all that, but they've got to clean that up, or else they're going they're going to lose next week if they play that sloppy again, uh, no doubt. But four weeks in a row now, four weeks in a row, they've gotten a really solid performance from their defense. Has it been perfect? No, I mean it wasn't perfect 
last week on the Plains. I mean, they gave up 28 points in the first half, but only three in the second half. It wasn't necessarily perfect in, in Knoxville either, but they played well enough to win. It's four weeks in a row now that the, the Ole Miss defense has played well enough to win the game, and they've won three of them. Um, Sam Williams is becoming more consistent getting after the passer, but uh, Ole Miss's defensive line in general is doing a really nice job right now, a really nice job of uh, getting some run push, getting pressure on quarterbacks, and um, that's why they've won three of the last four games. And they should have won all four, honestly, with the way they've played defensively. So that's a big plus. I mean, everybody was talking about how – and again, talent deficiency set aside, Hugh Freeze is still a good offensive mind. Ken Austin is still a good offensive mind. Malik Willis is still a talented player. Uh, so for them to look that completely and totally dominant, completely and totally dominant, uh, even against an overmatched team, is a, is a really good sign. They're playing good, confident football right now. It's not a perfect unit. It won't be next week. Uh, but they're doing enough to win games, and that was a, a big takeaway for this one. So an hour and five minutes in, <laughs> there's your recap of the old Miss game. That should have been a face mask on Tennessee. What was the penalty here? Mark Stoops is furious. He should be. He should be. He's using words that I don't want to repeat to you guys, and he should be. That is a clear face mask on uh, Levis, and he's pissed. He should be. That is a clear face mask. Yeah, Mike, you're right. That I mean, that is bad. What was the penalty? Oh, so they got it on. They they called Stoops on that. That's a joke. I mean, come on. When you blow a call and the coach says the F word at you, you can't call him for a penalty. That's a joke. That's really bad. That's really bad. That's that's the SEC for you. But I mean, blatant, blatant face mask that you cannot miss. That you cannot miss. They miss it. He's mad, and they throw a flag on him. That's a joke. I'm actually going to... No, I'm not. Everybody's already doing it already. That's a joke. That is a joke. Uh, Other than that, great day in the SEC. Great day in... in Not in the SEC, in college football. Between Michigan State going down, they're out, by the way. They are out. Um... They're done. They won't come back. They've got to play Ohio State yet. Um, Wake Forest goes down. The ACC is out of the college football playoff this year. But, hey, let's uh, let's keep that alliance together and make sure we don't expand the playoff. Um, Ohio State and Cincinnati survive. C- Cincinnati is so unimpressive. Did they get it? They got fourth and 24? Oh, no. How how did that happen? They got a they got fourth and twenty four. How do you let that happen? Oh man, I've got to watch this. How do you let that happen, Tennessee? 
Just watch part of the game, Mike. Yeah, I will. I will. I, I would share the screen, but I think I'll get copyrighted for that if I do that. I think they'll like take my video down or something if I display somebody else's broadcast on here. I wish I could. Although that's essentially how I watch basketball games. That's, yeah, that's the only way I know how. It's the only way I know how. I just want to watch you and watch your reactions. Well, I can't believe I missed the fourth and 24. I mean, God, I thought about, I think it would be too hostile. I thought about doing this during the Egg Bowl. Just watch the Egg Bowl and do this. But I I like that my very small community, if you will, that's what streamers call it, right? My community. All of y'all seem to really get along. The Ole Miss and the State fans are all like at peace with each other and and really cool to each other. And it's a good experience here. And I think the Egg Bowl would ruin that. So I, I don't know. I don't know if I, I... I've thought about it, and I might, but I, I just... I don't want to ruin the good vibes that we have here, you know? So here it is. Oh, Kentucky's got a player down. I think that's Jock Jones, isn't it? Just kidding. Um, Texas, I'd be... 100% for you live streaming during the Egg Bowl. I might. Maybe I'll, if it's a close game, maybe I'll do the second half. But you know how people are. I mean, it's Thanksgiving. People will be hopped up on dark liquor. and um, You know, I just I don't, I don't want people to start getting mad at each other and creating that kind of an energy, you know. Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo is going to be kicking the game-tying field goal. What was the most recent movie he was in? You guys like him? The Hulk? He's a pretty good actor, right? The Hulk is really funny in uh, um, Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok? He's really good in that one. Mike says it would have to ban Hey Dad from uh, from this stream. Luckily, he'll be there. So he couldn't be on this with me because he'll actually like be in the press box. And if he's in the press box, uh, no way I'd let him uh, join in here. I don't know if I can ban people. I can put user in timeout. How long does that last? Mike, I'm going to try this on you, okay? Don't, don't get mad. I'm going to put user in timeout. Five minutes. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> I just put Mike in timeout for five minutes. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I just wanted to see what it did. I've never had to do that to anybody. So I put Mike in a five-minute timeout. All right, here we go. Kentucky with the game on the line. You guys are ahead of me on this one, though, I think. So I'll just have to see this in real time. Ball game on the line. They've got to get a first down to get in a field goal range, too. I mean, it doesn't matter. you got to get it regardless. Tennessee's bringing heavy pressure, throwing off his back foot, and that's ball game. Throw it way out of bounds. No, don't put your hands up. That that's not pi. Maybe you could get him for holding, but Tennessee survives. Tennessee survives. Wow, it's a good win for Josh Heupel. I think you win money. You had money on that game. Good for you. Good for you. That means you took my pick then. 
means you took my pick. It's a good win for Josh Heupel. I, I, I think that he will actually win at Tennessee. You know, the balls are back or whatever. People do that every year with every new coach, but I think they actually have one that's going to do that and uh, and get that done there. I really actually think that with Josh Heupel. It's a fun brand of football they play, too. That that fast-paced, quick offense is fun to watch. By the way, South Carolina is about to go up 47-17 to 17 over Florida. 47-17. Okay, I think Mike's out of timeout now. Has it been five minutes? I'm not sure. I don't envy the playoff committee going into next week. Let's look at that. We'll look at that, and then uh, and then I'm going to wrap up. Okay, so here we go. College football playoff rankings. Let me share this with you guys. He should, by the way. Jimmy says Stoops uh, finna throw hands with every zebra he sees. He should, because that was a BS... It should have been a face mask. And then to give him 15 yards is a joke. That's a joke. But let's share this. And we'll uh, we'll go through this together, huh? All right. So where do you want to stop? Let's stop at 10. Baylor lost today. Auburn lost. No, no, we'll go down to the Mississippi schools. So, you know what's going to be funny? I don't know if you guys are going to think it's funny or not, but NC State is going to be ranked ahead of Mississippi State after uh, after this week. So, State, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if they fell completely out of the top 25. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they fell completely out of the top 25 at, uh, at 5 and 4. Um, Ole Miss will jump Auburn. Ole Miss will jump Baylor. Ole Miss will jump Wake Forest. They will not jump Michigan. I don't know if they'll jump Wake Forest. They should. So let's see. Baylor, I know Auburn just beat Ole Miss, but I think Ole Miss will jump Auburn. Um, Baylor, Auburn, Wake. Yeah, 13 for Ole Miss, I think. I think they'll be at 13. Uh, But if I was the committee next week, I'd leave Georgia at 1-1. Uh, probably keep Alabama at two because neither Oregon nor Ohio State were impressive today if Oregon's able to pull it off. I would drop Cincinnati today below Oklahoma. I would honestly, here's what I would do. I would move Oklahoma up to number three. I mean, they're undefeated, right? I mean, they're playing much better now that Caleb Williams is the quarterback. I think that's what I would do. Georgia, Alabama, maybe move Ohio State into three and Oklahoma four. Notre Dame five. Cincinnati six, Michigan seven. I mean, Oklahoma State now just has one loss too. But without thinking about it, Without uh, without writing it down, um, that's where I would go. Yeah, and BYU, that's a really good question. Why is BYU ahead of Ole Miss right now? Um, they, I mean, th- their wins are, are getting increasingly unimpressive by the day. I have a feeling Ole Miss will jump BYU as well. I think I said that, didn't 
I think I did, but um, they shouldn't be. And uh, I don't think they will after this week. But that's about what I would do without thinking about it. I'll probably make my own at some point and, and put them out there, whether it be on Twitter or on here with you guys before they release the rankings on Tuesday. So uh, I'll read the last of your messages, and then I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, but thank you guys. I mean, this is so much fun uh, for me. I don't know if you guys enjoy it or not, but you seem to. Um, I enjoy the heck out of this. This might be something that after football ends – we might do on occasion if this keeps up because this is the most watched one of the week. It's when I gain the most subscribers clearly and um, might just do that. So why Bama is that too baffled? It does me too, but I mean, who else are you going to put there? You know, I mean, Ohio state hasn't been impressive. Um, Oregon hasn't been impressive. Their loss, I mean, Stanford's really bad. And I mean, they're probably going to beat Washington, but it's close and Washington's not any good. This It's tough. It's really tough right now. What's the over-under on amount of security guards to detain him? I, I mean, he's going to I hope that he gets a $25,000 fine in the press conference. He deserves it. Um, he should anyway. And Kentucky fans should pay for it, honestly. The real SEC matchup, we want to see the coaches versus the refs for sure. Yeah. Probably 10 versus 13 Saturday in the Grove. Yeah. It's a big damn game. It's a big deal. That's why game day is there. I think I might be at that one. I think. We'll see. I think I'm I'm going. I think. Texas, Oklahoma didn't play this week, though. Can you justify moving a bi-week team up five spots when the people in front of them lose and the teams that did play look so unimpressive, I, I guess? I mean, Oklahoma is undefeated. You know, why is Michigan ahead of Oklahoma right now? Michigan's best win is Wisconsin, which isn't bad, but schedule's weak. I don't know. I, I don't Like you said, I don't envy them uh, at all. Um Jason says, Oregon still hasn't put Washington away. Washington hasn't beaten a Power 5 team above 500. Uh, Brian says, I keep saying this, but what do the people really want? The best teams, the most deserving teams. I want a 12-team playoff where six of the entrants are not subjective, but by objective measures. That That's what I want. I want it to be 12 teams. So this debate, or this room of people deciding the four teams that get in is basically rendered arbitrary. That's what I want. Sorry, Mike. He says, I demand early release. I just wanted to see what happened. Like, it didn't let me set the time or anything. It just, uh, it just does five minutes. Hope you enjoyed your timeout. Sex says, wake me up when baseball starts. Won't be too long from right now. Would you continue this for baseball and basketball if the teams are good? That, that's really – it's up to them, honestly. Like, uh, I'm not going to do this after a weekend where Ole Miss plays Georgia and State plays Missouri and both teams lose or whatever, you know. But if it uh, if the teams warrant it, then yes. Yeah. And for baseball, the unfortunate thing is um, – is the fact that the series aren't over on Saturday nights. You know? 
Jimmy says, had a blast tonight. Hey, man, I'm glad you were with me. I enjoy this. Um, T says, have a great rest of your weekend, Mike. Appreciate your streams. I appreciate you being a part. I really do. Thank you. Thank you for this. Um, yeah, sorry, Mike. Sorry about that. Y'all be good. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, go Saints. Got a, uh, a big one. Not a big one tomorrow, but an interesting one tomorrow with Trevor Simeon being the quarterback. I believe in him. I do. And besides, it's the Falcons. So how could I not? But thank y'all. I really appreciate you guys. This is uh, it's a lot of fun. It's the highlight of my work week is, uh, is doing this on Saturday nights with you guys. So y'all have a great Sunday. Enjoy yourselves. And uh, I'll be back with you on Monday morning. Y'all be good. Talk Mississippi Media Production.